Welcome to It's the Muppet Show podcast. I'm Heather. I'm Jason. Today we're watching season one, episode four, with our very special guest star, Ruth Buzzy. This episode originally aired on October 11th, 1976. Yeah, so Ruth Buzzy. I don't really know her. Oh my god, she has a huge, she has a huge IMDb. This woman acted her face off. Yep, I, you know, I'm aware of Laugh-In. Mm-hmm. And uh, outside of a show that I used to watch that she was on after I stopped watching it, I'm not aware of her. What are you talking about? She was on Sesame Street. Oh, she was like big on Sesame Street. Yeah, but I, I that was in, like in the 90s. Yep. And I didn't, that was, she basically came on the in 93, the year we graduated high school. Yeah, not really, really into We're, Sesame Street at that no. age. Playing Ruthie. She played Ruthie a lot. Um, she did a lot of voice voice acting. Um, she so yeah, it's a big character. She was the only female that was on every single episode of Laughing. Um, she was kind of that counterbalance to the you know, bombshell Goldie Hawn. Um, mm. She played the. She specialized in that ugly lady. The, like Spinster is how she was exactly. Described. Yes, I wrote down like so. A lot of her characters. There's Mrs. Miller. Names that start with Ma. There's a Maddie. Gladys is her There's most. There's a Gladys. That's her most famous character. Yeah, Gladys, Mabel, those sort of names. She was continually harassed by dirty old man Tyrone. I pulled Ooh, that from. My w- God. I believe Wikipedia. Uh, that was Gladys's main. Uh, she was harassed by Tyrone. A dirty old man. Yes. Huh. Well, that's laughing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah she also was... like widow, so and so, ma, so and so. Like those are those are the types of characters. Frequently, like hairnet, center hair part, not in that cool millennial way. Right, right. Um, just, just specializing in you know the person that gets kicked. Sure. Um, however, uh, what she was doing in 1975, uh, around the time that this was likely filmed, uh, would have been a city Sid and Marty Croft number. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. You got now, my attention. Now we're talking. Uh, uh, right. She was on Lost Saucer, which was like 16 episodes. Oh my it wasn't God. one of the bigger ones, but she and Jim Neighbors. Uh, a very cl- near future guest on the yeah. Muppet Show. Okay. Um, so they played these like um, android aliens that came to earth in a saucer and picked up this boy and his babysitter and was like, hey, let's go for a joyride. And then, you know, things go awry and they end up lost in space or lost in space and time. And they go through various different iterations of earth trying to get the kid and the babysitter back to the earth they know. That is obviously a Sid and Marty Croft show because yeah. I got confused halfway through your explanation <laughs> of it, man. But you have okay, to imagine but I will that, check like, it out. Regardless. Um, like, they weren't God. filming in London, but you have to imagine that anything that Sid and Marty Croft are doing, Jim Henson is very aware of. Yeah. And uh, they're trading... Stashes. Yeah, they're trading stashes, <laughs> including Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just try to keep this tight. Um, other than Ruth Buzzy, this uh, is Jerry Nelson's first credited episode, uh, where he plays Floyd Pepper, Paul... A pig, one of the what, uh, one of the whatnots, and one of the houses in the house sketches. Mm-hmm. And this is also the first episode not to feature Gonzo, other than really? in this opening uh, 
his gong show. His gong work. Hmm. Where this time, uh, Gonzo is actually pulled up into the rafters as he's about to hit the gong. Right off the bat here, we have exactly what I'm looking for in the Muppet Show. We have the electric mayhem. They're doing Sunny, which is amazing. And Mm -hmm. the bit in this one is also amazing. Where, um, you know, it's a a mellow track. It's uh, And what is Animal not like? Animal does not like mellow tracks. No, it's too slow. And he constantly increases the tempo as uh, pretty much verse by verse. He just ups the ante. Faster! By, by, by the end, he is just going straight ham on those drums. But this is an awesome song. Uh, I like it. Performed uh, by the Electric Mayhem. Mm-hmm. I also like the Bobby Heeb version, which uh, debuted in 1963. Out of the top 100 songs of the century... This is number 25. It I feel like there's like radio stations, like all these radio stations are like Sunny 101.5 and then they play this song. Sunny. <laughs> Yesterday my life was filled with rain. So, and again with the gel lights, the crowd yeah. is going ape shit. They like it. Okay, so backstage, nice the job, backstage everybody. bit in this one. Oh, the wind up. Yeah, the yep. wind up. So Scooter comes in with this huge crate. He cracks this bad boy open. What's in it? It's a wind-up Kermit. Yeah. It's basically a mechanical wind-up TV host. Okay. I'm getting a lot of. You know what? I'm picking up a lot of Constantine vibes from this. uh, Mm -hmm. This automaton Kermit. So that was the quick backstage right there, and now we're at the dance. So it's a pretty standard at the at the dance. We got a lot of one-liners here. I think we still have the warped piggy voice. Uh, I think it might. I, we need to, uh, you know, give me the piggy voice. I need to hear if it's okay. real or not. Ah, no, that's the bad piggy voice. Yeah, that's not a great one. I don't like. See, I don't. I like the Frank Oz. I'm more. I'm, I, yeah. I know Frank Oz as Piggy's voice. I'm not. I'm not a. Piggy fan overall, but that is the Piggy voice. Oh, hot take. I didn't know you were not a Piggy fan. I mentioned it in episode one. I didn't listen to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the main pull through this at the dance line is this blue freckle has three feet. Oh, Alright, Stadler tells Waldorf oh, that he's going to stretch his kid. legs, but Animal agrees to stretch them for him. And I he just goes... Straight eight. up remember that from being oh a kid. Oh my god, torture stuff. <laughs> On his legs. Don't know why. Wow. No. Oh, oh ni- a nice classic mirror with your. They Constantine does this as well. Constantine. That's why I'm getting the this Constantine. Is a big Imagine Constantine I see vibe. a mole on on this automaton. So they're they're miming each other in the mirror. So yeah, it's a the cl- wind up is trying old, not to get it's caught. It's a it's a it's a bit classic. as old as time. Most most it's, people mention the Marx Brothers. Yeah, I was gonna say like that has to go back to silent movies. Really. The film Duck Soup. Oh, really? So, America. We have Sam the Eagle here. Of course, you see Sam. You know what's coming? Wayne and Wanda. Wayne. <laughs> Wayne and Wanda. And they're singing "Row, Row, Row." Your boat. 
No, just row, row, row. <laughs> it's a pretty standard Wayne and Wanda bit. Mm-hmm. Outside the fact that they actually get to, you know, sing a little bit longer. Than I was gonna say I want to know what the shortest so a, and longest Wayne and Wanda bits I, are. You know, without a spreadsheet in front of me, it's fine. This I'm gonna put my money. On you know, this it's being betting the season with March March Madness. All I'm right. gonna put my money on. This is the longest. Yeah. What do they have? Like. 15 seconds max mm-hmm. for good reason. And then just the boat sinks for no reason. So we get a Muppet News flash. Hmm. This time the Muppet Newsman reports on the Atlantic Ocean being kidnapped and how the kidnappers demand two Christmases every year and a hug from their mummy every night. <laughs> and 500 so, something something. So wow, a lot of demands. Newark. Uh, you know, again, going back to the 70s thing, there was a lot of kidnapping, hostage taking, uh, hijackings. I mean, this is it. That's okay. See, is this not Gonzo's outfit? No, that is Kermit's uh, burgundy tuxedo. Okay, but it's different than Gonzo's, Gonzo's burgundy tuxedo. It's rumpled. Okay. Gonzo's. Oh, so, and this is. We got Ruth Buzzy, and she, how would you describe that outfit? She's like a it's, maiden. She's like a maiden a pope. Joan of Arc. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little. It's a like Renaissance outfit with a pope hat. She's got a Pope hat. She's Playing, got a f- hanging out with Sweetums. She's got a flask or um, a flagon. A flagon of mead for <laughs> a flagon. I, love I mean, this is really good. Uh, it's a good uh, time period for Sweetums. When else would I ever be able to say flagon? I don't play enough D and D, so. No. But they're singing "Can't Take My Eyes Off You," um, which was a song made famous by Frankie Valli. You know, from the Four mm-hmm. Seasons. Yeah. From 1967. It was actually written by Frankie's uh, mm-hmm. bandmate from the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. It was Frankie Valli's biggest solo hit <clears throat> until he hit number one in 1975. Yeah. So they, so this devolves into this, like she's throwing herself at Sweetums, but then they also start fighting during it. Yeah. Uh, but she's a spry and tiny woman. Yeah, she's really jumping on him. Yeah, she's really attacking him. Yeah. And there's this kind of constant through line uh, with the Muppets that I've noticed. A lot of sexual harassment. Oh, well then, and, <laughs> and when the when the females are attacking the male Muppets, the the Muppets like it. Oh. The male Muppets like to be beat upon by their oh female yeah they're they're co-stars. into that. But he's also beating the crap out <laughs> of us. <laughs> Just stomped her in the guts. How does this not have a warning? Violence against women. Well, I mean, it's all for fun. Oh my it's God. all for fun. You just to the moon, Alice. <laughs> it's very much the to the moon. He's got her in a suplex here. She's like so small. I mean, Sweetums is big, but she's so small. She's a tiny woman. Yo, he just had her in the DDT, Jake the Snake style. Oh my God. I mean, I like now Sweetums though. Now what she's just feel? breaking a chair okay. over his head. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love this it. This is like WWF. She's just like a cage yeah. match. She just smashed a chair over his and head. And she just blew him over. Oh, my God. Yeah, Mouth that's my kind of South, woman. Jimmy Hart. She just beat him over the head with a chair, and his response was, that's my kind of woman. See, that's what I'm saying. They yeah, like no, it. I'm they, totally the Muppets, you. like it. Yeah, the Muppets are a weird bunch. Okay, so, whew, I got to slow down after that. I was, I got worked it's up okay, by Ruth Buzzy. Have some existential depression with Rolf. Well, this is the UK spot. What does that mean, by the way? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Thanks. So, when this aired in the UK, uh, the BBC, or whatever network it played on, they have shorter commercial breaks. Mm. So they have more time to play so Rolf, Muppet stuff. So Rolf was there, like, little not bonus always, footage. Not always. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, because some I forget what the last UK spot was, but also it's normally Ralph. a music. What was it? Okay, it was the uh, Sherlock Holmes. This was the UK spot, <laughs> and it's uh, and he's singing. I never harmed an onion, which is it's a weird like parody mm. pun-filled song about vegetables. <laughs> Not just about, but just about. I mean, mostly about vegetables. <laughs> he mentions Easter eggs, but the, Steve and Allen's. The uh, comedian originally recorded this in 1955. Um, yeah, it's a, just uh, the Muppets love their little puns and parodies and whatnot. And uh, I'd be—I—I uh, I, I will also mention that this was this appeared on Ralph's uh, Ralph the Dog Old Brown Ears is Back album, which oh, was nice. released in 1993. Wow. Okay, so this is where I start not liking Ruth Buzzy. This is the talk spot. She wants to chew the fat. It's like all fat jokes. It's so fat phobic. Was that like kind of a thing? Like body image? I mean, it's it's a problem that... Always big. Yeah, it was a problem that was drilled into a lot of uh, young girls in the 70s and 80s. And, you know, making fun of fat kids. Uh, I believe that I... So we have the uh, closed caption. We've seen the word fat like six times so far. Yep, yep. That's just kind of, it's a weird, it's a weird talk spot. She's a comedian, I get it. More self-deprecation again. Sort of? I guess so. It's not, because she's a tiny woman, as we've talked about. She's probably never been fat, but she just tells a lot of fat jokes. That's strange. Um, And one of the, so looking back at the Lost Saucer, which was the Sid and Marty Croft, there there was an entire episode, kind of like Wally, where, you know, it's an earth where everyone has gotten fat because pushing buttons is more important than yeah. doing anything. Um, okay. Which, and so everybody's fat and being obese is uh, idolized and being fit is uh, punishable. And that like the moral of the story is just not to be obese. So, so she has, again. she has kind of whack body image things. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. She uh, didn't, she did a lot of bad things for a lot of girls. <laughs> Oh gosh. Notwithstanding her Sesame Street. Yeah, and then she went on to be in Sesame Street for like two decades. Oh, tickles. Yeah, they're a little handsy in this. They're a little handsy, yeah. She's very handsy. And this was like this was the moment I turned on Ruth Buzzy. Like this like, oh, that's just really not great humor. Like I will take Phyllis Diller, like Yeah, she's great. Forever. We watched her the other night behind the scenes. We got Fozzie's comedy up here. And in this, he's kind of just, he's just being the straight man. Mm, forced into it. Yeah, right? Statler and Waldorf are just like firing off of him. And uh, it turns out to be one of his more successful on stage uh, performances, mm-hmm. much to his. You know what? He leans into it though. He's like, hey, whatever makes me great. That's what I like about Fozzie. He mm-hmm. just wants to be great. He just wants to, wants to be great. That, well, he is, is great. great. He is great. Fozzie wants to be great. Yeah, huge difference. See, this he's 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 trying to say, this is my act. Yeah, he's the greatest straight man in the business. I love Fozzie. Yeah. Yeah, I like his little set. I like his his uh, felting. I like his fur. You know what I mean? He's a little matty. I love him. So this is this is fucking weird, right? I think I think it's funny. So this. Is a sketch where Ruth Buzzy is playing a prisoner, being interrogated by a frackle, and what do they call those? The, like the generic Muppets. A lieutenant first battalion. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just kind of like a, you will tell me everything. 
you, we, we have make ways to make you talk. That kind of, I feel like mm-hmm. that was like a bit. Yeah. You know? There was a lot of military movies and shows and such in this era. So, I mean, like, oh. thir- so weird to think it's only like 30 years removed from World War II. Right. Just and they're making like we- big jokes. Yeah. Oh, and like Vietnam just ended. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like we used to watch the Muppet Show followed by Mash. Like I don't know. Yeah, my yeah. Okay, what was what was before it for you? I don't remember. I just remember the Muppet Show and Mash. That was it. For me, it in was, our house, it was Lawrence. Yeah. At a time, for a time, it was Lawrence Welk, and then the Muppet Show, and then it was Hee Haw. Hmm. And then I the never Muppet liked Show. Hee-haw. I didn't I, like oh, either. Okay, so he so it was Hee Haw Muppet Show Mash. Is that is that, that sounds right? So yeah. I because yeah. I remember like always being upset if we started watching TV early and I had to watch Hee Haw because I did not enjoy it. Well, we talked through that bit, but I mean that was basically <laughs> she, the bit. She's just an overshare. You know, she That's just, all it is. She's an overshare <laughs> once once you give her the serum or whatever. Just a slight prodding. Right. So here in the backstage bit, we have the automaton mechanical windup faux Constantine. Talking to Piggy. Piggy's into it. Piggy doesn't realize that this is a doppelganger. She just wants somebody to whisper sweet nothings. Or just doesn't care. And wind up Kermit provides. Much like Constantine. So this bit is notable for the fact that it is the first mention of bouncing baby figs. As a a result of their cohabitation. Hmm. Uh, bouncing baby figs. Of course, frog, pig. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. it's adorable. Oh, baby figs. I mean, that's a wind-up automaton that learns fast. It really does. It knows exactly what to do. And also notable, but maybe Yuck. debatable. <laughs> first, Miss Piggy karate chop. Oh, we're at least gonna get a. So it's debatable. I'm not. I mean. Oh air, my god! Look at the puppetry on that, though. Yeah, it's great. A robot Muppet. Oh, I love it when he gets the scrunchy face. face. Yep, mm. yep. So again, talk. We have the we have the talking house segment here. I think it, only first, first and second season, maybe just the first. It feels like an HBO something that would happen like between. I, I know you didn't have HBO, but it seems like very HBO for some reason. Oh, closing number. A nice gauzy she, uh, it, You know what? And a funny thing, she says this is the closing number, but there's actually a segment after this. Mm. That's funny you said that. Yeah, well. So we're going to have, we have Ruth Buzzy and Sam the Eagle introducing a number, and when she says it's the uh, Gogolia, Gogolalia, the Gogolalia. Oh my wow. fuck. <laughs> and and when she says it's the... How do you say that? Here, I got Gogolala. Gogolala. And when she announces the name of, of the jug band... There you go. Uh, Sam just says this is going to be complete garbage. She, he, he is not... He's not a jug band fan, be, no. despite all of the Americana behind a jug band. And that's so weird, right? This couldn't get any more Americana. He just needs to be cultured. He needs to be cultured. Right, right. So they're singing the song, You Can't Roller Skate in a Buffalo Herd. Fair enough. Which I know very little about, other than the fact that it was a Roger Miller song. 
I believe he's he been is, in a buffalo herd, though. And I believe he is a future Muppet Show guest. Nice. Roger Miller. But I like these Muppets. I like these hillbilly Muppets. And that one in the middle there mm-hmm. looks like a fraggle. Not a frackle, but a fraggle. It looks yeah. like um, a fraggle with teeth. Okay, so in this, yeah, so this, this panel, panel discussion, discussion I feel yeah. like this is one of the first times we've seen this panel discussion. Possibly. Where I it's, think there was it's, in a Connie Stevens one, but I'm not sure. I don't remember. I don't know if it was. This is the panel discussion. Gloria where they Goodbody, get, she's not being herself. She's being somebody else. She's got a wig on. This is. But it's like that CNN roundtable type. Right, They right. bring in the experts. And in this panel discussion, they're discussing, is the human body obsolete? So again, more body image stuff. Yeah. And they talk about some weird, not weird stuff, but for the, it's just like diet and they discuss yoga, which must have been real new. Yeah. Like that's like transcendental meditation or whatever. It's mm-hmm. the same sort of like. Ooh, it's new age physical fitness and there's two yeah, pigs right. so there's gonna be a lot of pig I think jokes that's Paul the pig and they were making out piggy was make okay so that's another thing so this piggy is not fully formed mm-hmm. this isn't an off piggy she's just randomly making out with other pigs she doesn't do that she's, she likes amphibians she's actually well she's just doing stretches I thought she was going to straight up doing yoga, but no, so she's just doing stretches. So Ruth is demonstrating some lunges, I guess. Nope, just some stretching. In front of Sam, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. She's, she's actually doing table. yoga now. Now she, she's straight that? up doing yoga. That's the suffering yak. <laughs> I don't know yoga. It's okay. Oh God, jeez. Jeez. Okay, she's good. She's yeah. Sam, what is? Oh my God. And they and are now the pigs literally are still just making, making out. out. Good God. This is chaos. This is a chaotic way to end an episode. This is the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot. She just had to get her like a weird physical fitness yoga insanity out. So in this ending here, the automaton slash no, the automaton quote mechanical wind up TV show host just goes Arrive. Ruth Buzzy, Ruth Buzzy, Ruth Buzzy. Starts, you know, just repeating lines over and over again. It's a very, you know what? Oh, yeah. Everyone's and then there's out the Muppet mobbing mob. her. Yep, yep. They're tickling I her. I like the Muppet Back mob. The, I do like the Muppet mob. I'd like to be mobbed by Muppets. Yeah, that'd and They're be great. tickling her, whatever. Oh, my God. As long as you I mean, fall what, off the stage. Jeez. What a chaotic ending. What did, what did oh. you think about the Ruth Buzzy episode? I. Hmm. I have mixed emotions. I have a mixed emotions about the Ruth Buzzy episode. You want to just leave it there? Yeah. Yeah, that seems safe. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. When I was wishing the Muppet shows were available and streaming and that I had all of them, I wanted the good with the bad. And this one, maybe, you know, it may be kind of bad, but it was all right. There was definitely redeeming qualities to it, so I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Up next, we've got uh, Rita Moreno. Oh, my gosh. A real good one. Oh, I can't wait to get to that one. Yep. Rita Moreno up next. So anyways, thank you for joining us. For more, it's the Mup Show podcast. You can f- now find us on all major podcast providers. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, whatever that is. <laughs> you can watch clips of us or listen to full episodes on YouTube at It's the Muppet Show podcast YouTube. 
And of course, our ever-evolving website. It's the Muppet Show Podcast.com. Bye. Bye. Yeah.